Aligned for Success is here. Are you ready to transform your business from a really expensive hobby to a thriving business? Imagine what it would feel like to know where your next clients are coming from, to feel super clear and excited for your next steps and have the confidence and steps to show up as your fullest potential in your business. Well, Aligned for Success is my online course that's going to take you from stuck and frustrated to clear and confident in yourself as a business owner, service provider, and as a leader. It has all the tools that you need to build a successful business online, and it's your handbook to uplevel your business, your mindset, and your success. So if you're ready to attract your dream clients, sell out your workshops and events, create irresistible offers that people want, price your offers confidently, stop exchanging time for money, increase your visibility, create raving fans and elevate your mindset to a level of success, then this is for you. It is a self-paced online course that you can use as a choose your own adventure. So you can either choose the area that you'd like to work on, whether it be mindset, business or success, or you can do all of it and then get access to the workshop module as well, which has 10 extra 60-minute masterclasses to support you to take things even deeper. Each module has 15 individual lessons that are included with a jam-packed video and worksheet to help you implement the lessons straight away into your business so you can start to harvest the success of all those seeds that you've been planting. So get ready to take your business to the next level and sign up for Aligned for Success right now. There is no start date. You can start straight away today. So if you head to the link in the show notes, you can find all the details and get access to the course straight away. I can't wait to see the impact this is going to have on your business. So go check out Aligned for Success. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset, and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Thank you so much for returning after the little break that I took over the past couple of weeks. I did my best to prepare my business as best I could, knowing that the passing of my father would happen soon. But like anything, you can't plan when things happen and how you're going to react. So I am back on the podcast. I'm going to do my best to stay consistent over the next few weeks, as though with any of you that have experienced the passing of a parent, I'm sure that grief is one of those things that you cannot predict and you cannot try and control. So I'm going to do my best to be kind to myself and experience my emotions, be with my emotions when they rise and when they fall and all of the things, because I think that it would have been disrespectful for me to try and push through and record the podcast. Like I actually had a couple of interviews lined up and my had prepped my episodes and things like that. But just with everything that happened in the lead up to my father passing away, it wasn't something that I could do. It wasn't something that I wanted to do. I felt like it was disrespectful to him to try and work, even though his work ethic was crazy hectic. He would always put work in the farm first, but it was something that I wanted to, to choose to not and to be kind to myself and be also with my emotions as they as they were there and be with my family through this really difficult time. So I really appreciate you returning and I really appreciate the kind words and messages that I received on my social media posts as I have been working through this difficult time. So today I really want to talk to you about regret. 
one of the questions that I would continuously ask myself over the past few months. Now, my dad has been sick for a really long time. He has been battling with prostate cancer for the past seven years, and his battle was going really strong, actually. Like, he was doing really well up until last year, and things started to go downhill the beginning of this year. And so I have been spending a lot of time at my parents' house down in Victoria in the last 12 months. I have spent from six weeks to eight weeks to 12 weeks on and off throughout this year, back and forth between Queensland and Victoria. And that's because I could and I really chose to do that. I wanted to spend as much time as I possibly could with them and help as best I can. And being here to support my mum through this because she was caring for him at home was something that I really wanted to do. And I know that would have meant a lot to them. I know it did mean a lot to them. And I'm so grateful for my business to be able to do that. And I'm super grateful for my incredible clients that really just gave me energy and gave me light and gave me hope. And I feel like having the business to focus on was really my lifeline. And I have such a strong value in supporting my clients to the best of my abilities. And that work, strong work, I think definitely comes from my dad for sure. And so I wanted to support them and also support my family. And now I know that seems really, really like a lot. And I feel like I still did that to the best of my ability up until probably the last week, which I probably with hindsight probably should have taken a break from that week, but I didn't know, like we didn't know that's what was going to happen in that week. So the hard thing is that because he's been so sick for so long, things became very, like we got used to it. We got used to how sick he was, I guess. And because I had spent so much time here, like there were times, there were days where I would literally be out in his bedroom, helping him get in and out of bed and then going to a call with a client. Or I would literally be taking care of him while he's vomiting. Like, honestly, the illness was so horrible. While he was vomiting and helping like clean up and take care of him while he was vomiting and then put him back to bed and then go to a client call. And honestly, like, I'm, I know, I don't know how that seems to you, but it just was something that I did. And it wasn't something that I took lightly. And it wasn't something that I wasn't focused on my clients either. Like, I, I believe I have this great ability to be able to compartmentalize. And I feel like this is something that was ingrained in me from a young age because work always came first with my dad. But I also feel like it was trained into me, into my years of public facing work. So for the years that I was a, as a hairdresser, we were always told you leave your personal stuff at the door. You show up to work, your personal stuff doesn't matter, and you do the best to serve your clients. And that was definitely something that was ingrained in me there. And then when I worked on cruise ships, it was even more ingrained in us because it was like we were on show. So as soon as we, like we were trained, you were on stage, as soon as you walked through the doors from the internal parts of the ship that were only accessible to staff, when we were there, obviously we were dealing with our own staff, but as soon as we walked through the door to be in the guest quarters, we were on show. We were always trained that way that, you know, you were literally available to any passenger that needed something at that point in time. So if you were there, you were on show, you were to be presentable, you were to be ready to work with the people that need you. So I feel like that was very much ingrained in me. So I've been able to compartmentalize what's been happening. And obviously, guess like obviously having a really strong, solid mindset also has been really supportive throughout this time. And 
there's different things that I want to share with you on how I did that because it's not something that comes lightly. It's something that I had to practice. It's not something that comes easy. It is definitely something that I needed to practice in order to be able to support my clients to the best of my ability, but also be from, be there for my parents. So I want to share with you a couple of things that I did to, to, just to support that. But honestly, I'm super grateful for the time that I had with my family and with my dad before he passed. And one of the questions that I continuously ask myself is, will I regret not doing this? And I continuously ask myself that question about like, so earlier on in the year, I have, I have three sisters. And so basically what we were doing is we were taking it in turns to be at mum and dad's to help support mum throughout it because dad was very ill and he was mobile for the majority of the time up until probably the last three weeks. And so it would just be very obviously a lot for my mum to handle, obviously. So having an extra person here was definitely helpful and we wanted to be able to do that. So we were taking it in turns basically of spending a couple of weeks at mum and dad's to help them. And so I would come down from Queensland and I would spend probably six weeks and then I would go home and then it would go through three of my other sisters to actually take the time to be here for a few weeks as well at a time. And then I would come back down. And so then I was back in Queensland for the Rise Up conference and then I spent, then I came down in August and have been here a few weeks before he passed. So each and every time about whether I would question whether to come back to Queensland or whether I would stay or whether I would be in Queensland and deciding to come back down, I would always ask myself the question, will I regret not doing this? Will I regret not spending this time with them? Will I regret, you know, whatever it was, whatever the decision was, I would always ask myself that question. And it definitely did me such good to be able to say the things that I wanted to say to my dad, to be able to be there for my mum, to be able to be there for my sisters, to be able to be here and help plan the funeral. Like honestly, like it was like the hardest thing ever, <laughs> but I'm so grateful that I've been able to do that for them. And now also still being in Victoria and being here to help my mum through this is also challenging, but honestly something that this is what family is all about. You do what you can for your family. And I'm honestly so grateful to have had such a successful year in business that I am able to do this. Like, honestly, it's to be able to be here the whole time and still be able to work, obviously not right now, but still be able to work has been honestly a godsend. And the other key piece that I want to speak about here is the, the money mindset piece that there were things that I did to prepare my business, knowing that I would need to take time off. But there's also this trust that money will be there. It's not about the money. Like the money will always be there and you cannot get back time. You cannot get back those moments. You cannot get back those words. And it just reminds you that nothing else is more important. Nothing, nothing else. So when it comes to compartmentalizing, the way that I do this is actively shutting out anything else and being fully present in the moment with whatever it is that I'm working on. So when I would sign on to Zoom to have a session with a client, I would be fully present with them as best that I could. I would literally be pushing anything else that's going out on outside that room and be with my client and serve them to the best of my abilities. And I have absolutely no regrets with that at all because there were times like my dad would be sleeping majority of the day or he would be, you know, incapacitated. Like there's elements of the, of this illness that, you know, when he was lucid and when he was present, I was there and I could have, get up in the morning and have breakfast with him. 
and spend some time helping out. And then I would go in and spend a couple of hours with my clients. And in between sessions, I would then go out and have lunch with dad. Like there were just some moments that I'm so grateful to have had that I'm never going to get back. And, and also being able to be fully present with him in those moments and be able to spend that time in the last couple of weeks, just being there for them and for him are just, you know, moments that I'll never forget. So I kind of want to speak to the fact that compartmentalizing sometimes can feel like you're shutting your emotions down. And yeah, probably in the moment, you're absolutely doing that. You're pushing your emotions aside. You are literally, I'm stepping in with a client. If I'm stepping into a session with a client, I'm literally pushing, putting my stuff aside pushing it to the side. Like it almost feels like and I'm doing a hand movement, like I'm pushing it to the side in my mind and focusing in full attention on my clients. And the same thing when I'm with my, with my parents, like I, or with my dad, it was literally like, I'm, I'm going to be here. I'm going to put my phone aside. I'm going to be here. I'm going to have the conversation, have the eye contact and spend the time with them that I can. And there were absolutely moments then when I'd be pushing my emotions aside because seeing him deteriorate was so hard to watch. He was such a strong man and such a big man and would hold such presence. And to see him deteriorate was honestly heartbreaking. And as hard as it is to say goodbye, I'm so glad that he's just no longer in pain. Like to see someone that has had such a full life, that has always pushed through, like his motto was always, it's in your head. Like it's so fascinating because he would never get sick. He was never, ever someone that got sick. And anytime that any of us would ever have sniffles or have a cold or anything like that, he would be like, Oh, it's all in your head. And to see him go through that, he was so strong. He hardly ever complained. And he would, he actually kept his humor right to the end. Like he was so funny. And just in moments when we're trying to take care of him and nurse him and, and do certain things, he would always come out with a real smart ass comment. And it was just so amazing to be able to still have those light moments with him as well. So I want to say that compartmentalizing can work, obviously, in those moments where you have to be present and you have to be in the moment and you have to be serving. And so I was able to compartmentalize and be with my clients as best of my ability and also then be there for my parents and be present in those moments as well. But what I want to say is that that does not mean that I didn't allow myself to feel my emotions. Compartmentalizing can feel like you're shutting your emotions down or pushing them to the side but I still allowed myself to feel them in other moments. So when I had private time or when I would have time out, or I would leave the house or I would spend some time alone. I would allow myself to feel what I had pushed aside, right? So whatever had come up, like if I was in a session with a client and something would come up, I would write it down. I would come back to it later. So I would journal on it or I would just spend some time alone and I would think about it and I would express my emotions. I'd allow myself to cry. I'd allow myself to get angry. I would allow myself to scream. Like I literally remember going on a walk a couple of days before he passed and going down, down for a walk past other properties and was literally like bawling my eyes out and like ugly crying. Like, you know what it's like, you know, you literally <laughs> are like bawling your eyes out. And these two farmers came by and they looked at me and I was like, Oh, I thought I was alone. <laughs> um, and I was like, don't care, whatever, dude, don't know what you're going through, but this is a lot. So I think it's important that you allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling in the moments that you can feel them, because otherwise they will build up, build up, build up and get bigger. And that's why I'm like, you know, I don't give a shit that you're listening to this and I'm crying. Like 
it was my father, so... I honestly don't care what people think. Like, I think it's important that as someone who speaks about mindset all the time, that emotions are just as much as important as your mindset. And by expressing your emotions and showing your human side, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think it's important that you allow yourself to express whatever you need to express when you want to. So I honestly really appreciate you being here on this journey with me. And I want you to ask yourself consistently, like, will I regret not doing this? And if the answer is yeah, then you need to go and do it, whatever it is. So whether it is spending time with the people that you love and being absolutely present in those moments, whether it is launching that thing you want to launch, whether it is going all in on your business, whether it is doing that hard thing and pitching yourself or putting yourself out there, like whatever it is, if you're going to regret not doing it, you need to do it. Regret is the worst thing. And I think that when writing the eulogy for my father's funeral and going over his life, he did so much, like it is ridiculous. We went over everything that he did and what he was able to achieve. Two things really stood out to me. One, if he wanted to do it, he did it. Right, like I think that he would never waste a time. He was always moving forward. He was always trying something new. He was always testing new technology. He was always like, you know, like he learned to fly when he was 40. He bought his own plane. He traveled the world. Like he's been to so many different places. It's like literally was like, if he wanted to go there, he made it happen. He became fascinated with gold prospecting in his like 60s and decided, well, I'm going to go all in with this. So do you know what he did? Instead of just going and buying a metal detector, he literally went and bought a whole heap of really expensive gold prospecting machinery and he bought a gold lease in WA and spent some time in WA prospecting. Like he went all in, right? With anything that he did, he went all in. And so I honestly like feel like that was one of the main things that I took away from his eulogy. And the other one that really impacted me was how much he actually cared about what people think. And I think this is also the older generation as well. Like they're very private. He was a very private man. And this is why also I didn't talk so much about it because I knew that he doesn't want a lot of people. He didn't want a lot of people to know that he was sick. And one of the interesting things that happened uh, a couple of days after we started telling people that he had passed, we had people come to the house and we had people send flowers and cards and messages and all the people that my mum called one of the main things that people would say was like, oh my God, I didn't know he was this sick. We knew he wasn't doing well, but we didn't know he was this sick. And there was so much regret from people because they were like, oh, if we had, we'd had known, we would have come to visit him. Or if we had known, we would have spent more time with him, like all of these things. And you know what? Like he missed out on seeing people that he loved and his family and his friends because he was so scared for people to see him this sick. Like he did not want people to see him that sick. And we respected that. But I also really, it impacted me with the way that it like, he lived his life caring what people thought. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to do that. Like I'm done with that. (laughs) I honestly do not care. And it's not worth you wasting your time, your energy, your life. And I say that, like I don't say that lightly, your time, you literally, your life is passing you by by you caring about what other people think and that's impacting how you live your life. Like, honestly, it's one of the things that I'm going to take away from this experience with him is that it's not worth it. It is honestly not worth it keeping the peace and caring what people think. Not bloody worth it. So 
if you take anything from this episode, I would love for you to think about how you care about what people think about you and what's stopping you, how it's stopping you from doing what you want to do and ask yourself this question. Will I regret not doing this? And if the answer is yes, go and bloody do it. It is not worth your time and energy to waste your life worrying about anything else other than that regret. Don't live with regret. Don't end your life with regret. Don't get to the point where you are like, I wish I had done that. Go and do it. It is not worth you wasting your time. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you coming back and joining me on the podcast. I've got some really great interviews coming up really soon as I've rebooked them back in and I will share with you more as the time passes. For those of you who have purchased Aligned for Success, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope you're getting so much out of it. The messages that I've got so far have been incredible. So I really appreciate you doing that. I'm going to spend another episode sharing with you how I prepared my business to be able to take time away as well as being obviously in a, in a space where I didn't feel energetically ready to launch something. So the energetics of money will come soon, but it will be definitely, you know, a little, a little way off. So if you want to join the wait list, I'll put the link in the show notes and it will most likely be November by the looks of it. So I hope you're doing really well and I hope this episode serves you and continue to ask yourself, will I regret this? (laughs) Will I regret not doing this? And make sure that you live your life fully and stop caring what people think. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next level.